Welcome to a new episode of the Superpowered Fancast. This is Darren. Ever since it was announced, director James Gunn and producer Peter Safran would be taking over the DC Film Universe for Warner Brothers. Fans of the DC Universe and others have been waiting with bated breath and a healthy amount of trepidation for some for the announcement of which direction the newly formed DC Studios would take our beloved heroes. A few days ago, Gunn took to social media to assure fans that there is a definitive plan for the DC Universe and that he would be revealing its first phase for all of us. First, he acknowledged that there has been a problem with the disjointed nature of the recent DC film and television universes, and that he and Saffron are committed to creating a single DC film universe encompassing film, television, animation, and gaming, featuring the same actors playing those roles. He acknowledged that that the worlds created by Matt Reeves with the Batman and Todd Phillips' Joker will continue under the banner of DC Elseworlds. A move that I not only agree with fully, but should have been done years ago. Anyone who knows about Elseworlds in the DC Comics universe knows that some of the most unique and interesting stories have been told within them, and they've had the freedom to tell their stories without having to be shackled to the current DC Comics continuity at the time. Elseworlds is where we got fantastic stories like Gotham by Gaslight, Superman, Red Sun, and Superman, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow, and the most notable Elseworlds event series, Kingdom Come, from Mark Wade and Alex Ross. Keeping the Elseworlds stories away from the DC Comics continuity is a great thing in my opinion, because it does two things. It gives Gunn and Saffron the ability to create and cultivate their own stories in their own universe, and it allows for the possibility of revisiting elements of previous universes with their own Elseworld stories. While this is just wild speculation on my part, I think a series of successful Elseworld films outside of the main DC slate could allow for the return of Henry Cavill's Superman, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, and Ben Affleck's Batman in an Elseworlds film based on Kingdom Come. This could be huge for DC Studios and be a way of bridging the gap between DC fans and Snyderverse fans. Shazam! Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman 2 are the end of the current slate of DC movies and will probably transition into the Elseworlds category while Gunn and Saffron begin their new chapter of DC animated movies, films, series, and games which Gunn has titled Gods and Monsters not to be confused with the 2015 DC animated feature. Now the first announcement he made was a animated series called Creature Commandos. It's a bold move but not completely unexpected from Gunn who tends to like the obscure characters of the DC and Marvel universes. He's written all of the episodes of the series and has stated that characters in animation will move out of animation into the screen with the same actors who voiced them playing them Originally created in 1980 by writer J.M. DeMatteis and artist Pat Broderick, the team was originally created by the military in World War II and consisted of a werewolf, a vampire, and a Frankenstein's monster, among others. The new series looks like it's going to take the Suicide Squad approach with Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller and assembling a team consisting of Rick Flagg Sr., Frankenstein's monster, the Bride of Frankenstein, Dr. Nina Mazursky, Dr. Phosphorus, G.I. Robot, and Weasel, 
who previously appeared in Gunn's The Suicide Squad live-action movie played by his brother Sean Gunn. Like I said before, this is not as unexpected a pick as some would believe. James Gunn film, Gunn's film resume has always gone for characters that are outside the mainstream. Everything from Peacemaker to his previous work like Slither were outside of the normal conventions of what genre audiences expected, and that's what made them work. I have no doubt that Creature Commandos will be approached with that same sensibility, as well as with heart, that'll make you care about these characters. Much like what Samuel L. Jackson did for Marvel, it looks like Viola Davis's Amanda Waller will be the character bringing together the DC Universe on the big screen. Gunn announced that Davis will be starring in a series based on the character, which all but guarantees that not only will she be returning to the DC Universe, but having a huge role both on the small and big screen. Uh, created by John Ostrander, Lynn Wein, and John Byrne, Waller is one of those characters that brilliantly straddles the line of being both good and bad. She is the epitome of a character who believes she is the hero of her own story because all of her motivations are justified in her own mind. I'm hoping that her presence in the DC Universe will evolve her character. She absolutely has the potential. If you don't believe me, watch Justice League Unlimited. The character is set up to be the antagonist of the League throughout the series, but she realizes at several moments that these heroes are needed to stop bigger threats. The finale episode of the second season, titled Epilogue, showcases how she grew to respect Batman specifically to the point of trying to create a new one in Terry McGinnis because she believed that the world will always need one. If she has a similar evolution throughout her appearances in the DC Universe, I'll be extremely happy. The next project that Gunn talked about is Superman Legacy. Now James Gunn has called this upcoming film the true beginning of the DCU, which is saying a lot about both the DCU and the weight of the, the character will presumably have on it. Gunn is writing a script for the film and has given a release date of July 11th, 2025. Superman will always be a tough character to bring to the screen. Like, how do you make people care about a character that is essentially always good and has unlimited power? It's a tough thing to do for any character, and I have misgivings about whether Gunn can craft a great Superman story without it being either overly sentimental or too quirky to be believable. Superman should be both aspirational and inspirational to both regular humans and the superheroes who witness his exploits. The moment you make him susceptible to the same moral corruption as the rest of us, you take away everything that makes the character engaging. He should be the hope that we see in ourselves. This is one of the fundamental things that made Snyder's version of Superman fail in many ways. When pushed to his limits in Man of Steel, Superman does what all of us in that situation would do, and that's the problem. Superman should be better than us, and that should enrage people like Lex Luthor, who believe that they are better than us until shown that they aren't through Superman's example. Yes, Superman is a big blue boy scout who is endlessly good, but you want to know why? Because he has to be. He is the example of power and responsibility. He can absolutely have flaws, and I hope that those flaws are explored in Gunn's script, but he also needs to be cognizant of the fact that his flaws have consequences. A great Superman story explores the character's relationship not just with Lois Lane or Lex Luthor, but also with humanity itself. Now the next project 
is definitely near and dear to my heart because I am a huge Green Lantern fan. Admittedly, the previous announcements about a Green Lantern television series left me cold as previous iterations of this concept were going to focus on Guy Gardner and a previous series was going to focus on every Green Lantern except Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. According to Gunn's announcement, the new iteration of the series will be terrestrial with Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart teaming up a la True Detective to investigate a mystery that will tie into the bigger story of the DC of the DCU. Now, I've always wanted a buddy cop adventure for Hal and John and hopefully this will be the case. I hope it isn't as dour as True Detective because both the characters play off, e off each other extremely well and their approaches to situations complement each other more than they clash. But when they do clash, they can, it can be epic. What I really connected to was the fact that the mystery that they will be investigating will tie into the bigger story of the DCU, and the fact that these are agents that operate throughout space leads me to believe that there is an intergalactic threat coming to Earth like Thanos. Now, the only character that comes close to that level of threat is Darkseid, but Snyder's Justice League leaned heavily on that threat of that character, so I'm not sure Gunn will want to wade into those waters just yet. So it's going to be fun to speculate about what they will face. The only other thing I worry about is the budget. Putting the series on Earth will mitigate some of it, but constructs that Green Lanterns use will be tricky. If done well, they could look amazing on screen. If done poorly, they'll look like this. My big concern is that budget constraints will prevent them from being utilized at all, and they'll be teased up to the final episode, which personally will suck. The next announcement I was not expecting at all. James Gunn announced that one of his passion projects was The Authority. Based on the Wildstorm series from writer Warren Ellis and artist Brian Hitch, The Authority are a group of heroes who get the job done by any means necessary. It's kind of a dark story with some dark characters, and I wonder how those characters will integrate into the DCU Gunn and Saffron are building. But DC has been reintegrating Wildstorm characters into the comics universe for a while now, from Apollo and Midnighter teaming with Superman, to Grifter clashing with Batman and Urban Legends. DC even celebrated the 30th anniversary of Wildstorm with a special edition with shorts featuring Deathblow, Jack Hawksmoor, Jenny, Jenny Sparks, and more. It'll be interesting to see how these characters are done on the big screen and how they will integrate into the bigger story being told. Now the next project that uh, Gunn talked about is called Paradise Island. Now Gunn didn't say a lot about Paris Paradise Island beyond it being the birthplace of Wonder Woman, but he did say the upcoming television series will be akin to Game of Thrones. With no information about when the series takes place, it could be at any time in the island's history before or after Diana. It'll be interesting to see if the series either introduces the next Wonder Woman on the big screen as well as other characters including Donna Troy, Nubia, and others and what impact the series will have on the DCU's bigger story. The next uh, project that he mentioned is The Brave and the Bold. Now it looks like the next iteration of Batman and the DCU will forego origin stories and the grizzled Dark Knight return motifs. According to Gunn, the new Batman film would be based off Grant Morrison's run in the comics and will center on Batman and his son Damian Wayne 
as Bruce tries to turn his assassin son into a hero. Gunn also teased that this would be the beginning of the Bat family in the DCU, and with Damon being trained to be Robin, previous Robins, including uh, Dick Grayson and Jason Todd, could conceivably be a part of this world along with Barbara Girl, Gordon's Batgirl, or Oracle. I'm actually really excited about this project. Um, taking Batman away from the uh, angry loner character, <clears throat> Dark Knight, and the you know the whole Dark Knight Returns mo motif that has been an inspiration for almost all of the big screen iterations of the character is a good thing. We might finally get to see Bat a Batman who has to contend with another personality that challenges his mission and his issues. While I'm not the biggest fan of Damien. His presence has challenged Bruce as both a hero and a father, so if they go in that direction, I would be up for it. Now if there was a character I had an inkling James Gunn would want to bring to the DCU, it would be Booster Gold. He's the perfect kind of anti-hero wannabe that Gunn has fun with. Gunn describes the television series as the superhero equivalent of imposter syndrome, and that is the perfect description for Booster Gold. If Superman is the hero, that uh, other heroes aspire to be, then Booster Gold is the hero to be the least like. What will make him great in the DCU is his entire story would be a redemption arc from the beginning with Booster knowing not only he isn't really a hero, to the end where he realizes that he can't fake being one forever. Hopefully this opens the door for a Blue Beetle Booster Gold team-up series movie in the future. Now the next project that he talked about is Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Now, Tom King and Bilquis Evely's universe-spanning sci-fi revenge story was one of my favorite series of last year, and apparently James Gunn shares that sentiment because they are making this series into a feature film. Now, the entire series is Kara's story exclusively. There isn't a mention of Clark or Earth, and Gunn says that her origin story will make her a more jaded character, which worked beautifully in the comic. King's comic has Kara going on a mission to find a space pirate at the behest of an alien girl whose father he murdered. The entire story is told from the girl's perspective, and the story explores some interesting things with Kara and the cost of revenge. I cannot, I not only cannot wait for this film, but I cannot wait to start fan casting the characters. Now another character that I knew Gunn would be bringing back is Swamp Thing. Gunn states that the film will be a dark horror story that will feel totally different from the rest of the DCU slate, but will still feed into the bigger story being developed. Now, according to The Hollywood Reporter, James Mangold is in talks to direct the film, and that makes me excited. Mangold has some great comic book pedigree with Logan, as well as being handed the reins from Spielberg to direct the upcoming Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. See, Swamp Thing is one of the best characters ever created and a testament to the creative genius of Lin Wein and Bernie Wrightson. He is the epitome of the tragic hero, and his story is perfect for the big screen in a way that is taken seriously by the filmmakers. Now, the 2019 DC Universe series came really close to what the character should be, and I'm hoping Mangold and Gunn adopt some of that aesthetic to the upcoming film. So what do you think? After having a few days to process James Gunn and out, Gunn's announcement of the upcoming slate of the DC Universe properties, what's your opinion? Now, if you have one, you can always email me 
at superpoweredfancast at gmail.com and let me know if you love this direction, hate it, or just indifferent. As always, you can follow me on social media at superpoweredfan on Twitter or follow me on my website, uh, superpoweredfancast.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching superpoweredfancast. As always, this is Darren for the Superpowered Fancast. I thank you all for watching, for listening. Uh, please leave a comment. Uh, let me know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. And I'll see you next time.